Welcome to KGXT, Gen X Talks podcast live from Central California. Making plans with the boys. I'm going to hit the town. Yeah, I'm going to make some noise. I'll push past the pain and my wounded pride. I'm going to live it up. Yeah, stay here all night. But sure I've had some better times. And I can't count all the tears I've cried. On your headset doesn't work, does it? No, this is for gaming. I know. I'm just saying it's not picking it up as you're talking, right? No, because it's just plugged into the headset. It's not plugged into the... You know what? We're recording. Can we talk about the equipment later? <laughs> Why do you do that all the time? You just push the button without me telling... Okay, honestly, I'll tell you how this happens. You're talking, and I think you're done. I'm talking, and I think I'm done. I reach down and press record. I think about what we're going to start talking about, and then you just start bringing up this most random shit. You're it's like, not random. It's right there. You just said you were distorted last time. I'm right. asking a serious question going, would that mic make a difference? Okay. Maybe this particular You're time welcome. you had a little bit of something, something, but I've done this before where I'm getting all ready to go. We've, you've checked your headphones. I've checked the mics. We're all good. And I go to hit play and you're like, you know, remind me to get Gatorade at the grocery store. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Why? You're lucky I don't say something else to start the podcast. <laughs> Well, as entertaining as that would be for the home listening audience, I think you ought to keep our personal life, you know. I think I need another cup of coffee to put up with you. Okay, that's bullshit. I'm a delight, and you know it, okay? So let's get past all the bullshit. I know it sound, you're talking real tough for the audience. You sound real tough. I need another cup of coffee. You don't. I'm wonderful. This is a delight, and you know it. You say I'm talking tough? I am tough. <laughs> Have you died? <laughs> Oh my God, how many times are you going to bring that up? Yes, you died and I haven't. I can say it till the day I actually die. <laughs> Technically, I did die when I was two. Oh yeah, here comes the story. I ch you brought it up. I choked on cellophane and my mom had to bring <laughs> me back to life. chokes on cellophane. My mom left me with some lady and she walked out of the room and she said, don't let him get near the cellophane. It was like presents or something. And then I, she did. The dumb lady let me near it and I choked on it, put it in my mouth and choked on it. And I was unconscious, and my mom brought me back. So I, too, have died. There. Now we're even. Okay, Quit bringing fine. it up all the time. Got you. Today's podcast is brought to you by Loud Trouble LLC, coast-to-coast -coast big, heavy stadium movers. Please do not call them if you're going to ask your chicken coop to be moved across town. That's not what they do. Call <laughs> Beacons. <laughs> Beacons, I don't know. You just used another company's name in I, that thing. You didn't care. Last time I said Mayflower and you didn't care. Oh. Or maybe you didn't know who Mayflower was. I It didn't hit me. Yeah. I know who Beacons is. Do you know who Mayflower is? Yeah. By the way, I've told you multiple times, the next time we move, you are paying to move us. If we ever move. Yeah. You're not going to pack boxes and shit. Hell no. <laughs> I am not doing that We're again. We're not driving the world's longest U-Haul through the ice. No. And we've done it and we've moved in January and August. Who <laughs> thinks of those two months to move? Only my husband. I didn't say you married the brightest guy ever. Yeah. That's for there's sure. many, many things I can bring up to prove that point. So speaking of Loud One and Loud Trouble LLC. Yes. Um, I've been, I've been in, I've been down. I've been indisposed with my tooth for a little bit here. I'm right now. I'm surviving on painkillers to get this done. 
to get this podcast done. But while I was indisposed, uh, Lionheart, senior staff member here at Gen X Talks, was working with Lion, who had allocated, I won't go into it, allocated a certain amount of money to help with the studio. A lot of stuff at Home Depot we got to get. Yeah, that's creeping up. Yeah. And, um, and so Lion submitted it to him and said, hey, I know you had a set amount. This is what we need. Uh, just pick whatever you can and whatever's left over, we'll work it out. And Loud One bought the whole thing. That's fabulous. He paid the whole ticket. That's amazing. It was fucking incredible. You gotta love that man. You gotta love him because he didn't. You didn't have to. Lion no. and Lion didn't. You know, manipulate. He's just like, look, dude, this is the whole list. Pick your. We know your dollar amount. Pick what you've got for your dollar amount. And we'll we'll handle the rest. Very straightforward. Yeah, Gen X Talks has the best. We best have the people. best fans, and we have. We, you know, can we have senior fans? Are there such thing as senior fans? Like, would that senior be the staff? members? Well, or you want to go higher than members? Well, there's you. We've got extras. Everybody, Legion of X. We're Generation X. We we have extras. Um, we have Legion of X members, and then we have bottom of the glass nation members. But there's there's a handful that I would call senior members that really step up and help the kid with stuff. And yes. and loud loud ones, one of them. The I other mean, thing is, is that the kids graduating soon and we put up this graduation wish list and a yeah. lot of these like you said senior members have been with him since the beginning yeah so since over the very, two years ago and right. have watched him grow up and have gone through the trials and tribulations oh, yeah. of high school and ffa and ffa and things that have happened and fair and right. all that stuff and i have to say the gifts that are arriving for his graduation are amazing it's, absolutely you know, amazing it's it's they're just sending their love to him you and know, support. I'm trying to get to what, what the, everyone's getting where his graduation is getting lost in the shuffle yeah. with the studio being built. It's the studio, the studio. We got to get this. We got to get permits. We got to get them out here. We got to get the city inspections. Now we need this equipment. We need this parts. We need this, where everyone's forgetting he's graduating and he's earned that. Yeah. So, yes, putting up that wish list for him, there are a few people that have been very wonderful about picking something on the wish list and saying, I'm not forgetting about you graduating. I know there's a lot going on with Gen X Talks right now, but I think that it's nice that some people are taking a minute to go, hey, kid, in the middle of all this chaos, congratulations. Yes. You did good. And that's why I decorated the house. He really thought that was cool. I have de graduation decorations up for him to support him and to show that he's not forgetting and to remind him that this is a once-in-a-lifetime yeah, thing. This is it. I don't think he realizes that this is, this is it. You don't get to do it twice. No. <laughs> Yeah, just for those of you who don't know, she has stuff all over the front lawn, out at the street, big banners that say graduating, and uh, she has decorated the entire house with stuff and put up pictures from every point in his life, from baby up until now, uh, all on the staircase, the banister. She's got them up everywhere. It's it's very nice, especially when his friends come over. Yes. You know, he gets his they friends laugh. come over and they're like, oh my gosh, look at your house. It's all, and he, they're like, this is for you? For graduation? My parents aren't doing shit. Yeah. I didn't want to wait, wait till graduation week. I wanted it up for like three weeks no, just to have it up there. And many great. people will see it. Yeah. And so yeah, it kind of made me teary eyed putting up all his school pictures going, oh my God. Kind of. every You cried on, I called you an hour ago on my way home across town and you were crying on the phone going, this is it. He's graduating. <laughs> I'm allowed. Ah, I know. I don't belittle you for it, but don't act like, you know, well, it's a little sad. No, it's very sad for you. You're very emotional about it. It is because he's not my baby anymore. He's going off into the world now. It's yeah. Gonna make me cry again. But Scott. he's not going off. He's staying home. Doesn't matter. 
going off into the world. And God, you know what? Doesn't matter. If he was actually going off in the world, I'd cry too. Thank God I got my house you back. You haven't <laughs> cried on any child that has walked out of this house. Shut up. Today I was. Te- he told me today this morning. He goes, yeah. the FFA year-end banquet is is this Thursday night. Yeah. That that's it. The end of his FFA career right. commences Thursday, and he is the one announcing and making a speech about the incoming seniors and how he's giving up his jacket for them and right. stuff like that. And he told me he was going to cry. Well, and I told him it was okay. He told me that this the FFA banquet is more important to him than graduating on stage. This is his family. Yeah. These kids have all been together for four years, and they're you know some of them are moving on. He goes, this bothers me. Losing FFA, it bothers me more than the graduation emotionally. Yes. Oh, speaking of FFA, uh, Buford, the goat, for those of you who remember Buford, has a new home. Really? I don't even yeah. know about this. Where Trip, is he Trippy going? Pineapple uh, found, uh, I think it was a friend or a relative in the same town, very close by, and we just had one stipulation of moving Buford. Can we please go see him? Is that permissible? He was working that. He goes, I don't think that'll be a big deal. But yeah, Buford's going to be saved and Buford's got going to have a new home. Oh, awesome. So That's we, amazing. That's And we really should go good. see Buford at some point. We definitely do. Yeah. Maybe after graduation and after things kind of like mellow out a little bit. Oh, Seems is that like, what's going to happen? Things are going to mellow out? Good. I'm looking forward to that. Let me know when that I'm happens. I'm hoping. <laughs> Let me know when things Maybe mellow July. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in July. I don't know, but. That's crazy. So spring has sprung around our house. Yeah. What I walked up the driveway this morning. I had to be down on, on uh, downtown early at seven and I got there, got my stuff done, pull back in the driveway, walking up the driveway. <laughs> I am, I am dodging frogs. Yeah. Babies. We're I'm talking stepping. like they're an inch big. They're baby little toes. I believe but they're, they're everywhere. They're all sudden looking at me we like, the plague. watch out. You're, you're in our way. What are you doing? <laughs> yes. We have the plague at our house in the front yard. Well, I, those are good though. They'll I kill like all them. The, I do too. And they're seasonal. It's not like they're going to be here, you know, forever. But there's I, like 200 little baby ones. Yes, the, and I, you know what? We haven't seen that in years. So I'm assuming that the rain has something to do with it. it I haven't seen have. that many. In, you know what came back a little bit this uh, this last October that we haven't seen in years is those big moths. Oh yeah. I had one day. I walked outside one day, and there was like six of them in our entryway outside. There was a time where we live where there was a whole October was an entire season of these moths that were as big as your hand, <laughs> and yes. they were everywhere. There were just hundreds and hundreds of thousands of them, and then they all went away. And this last year, I saw I saw a, a group of them. One day they came back. Ooh. Now we got frogs. <laughs> Yes. We haven't had frogs in forever. In September, we have white flies. It's real fun. You walk outside and they're all like flying around and stuff like that. White flies are nasty. What's a white fly? They're really tiny little flies. They all come out. It's in September. You don't come out of the house in September? I've never seen a white fly nor heard the term they're ever. They're everywhere. You're, you're just Where making do you that live? up. I live here. Well, What's a white obviously fly? you're not oh living. Oh my God. Oh yeah. I'm not, you're Next not living. Next time, look it up. You know, we have this thing called Google. You can Google it. You know what? You're right. I haven't lived till I've seen a white fly. You're right. <laughs> you're not living. She's. You're not living. Yeah, clearly. Where have we I have been? plagues here. That was one of the things we were talking about was California. When people think of California, they think of what? 
Los Angeles. Everything's just big city and beaches. Yeah, and where we live, it's not the Midwest. It's not a real tiny town, but... It's, it's agriculture. It's an agricultural town. Yeah. We have things growing around us. We were just making a comment, the corn is growing. You can. Oh, I love fresh corn. When I know, we drive down the highway and you can see corn growing and you can yeah. see the wheat growing. And Man, I just hope those, it never goes away, but... They will. It'll go. It's it'll, upsetting. It'll get all turned under in buildings and driveways yeah. and streets. You can see a hundred plus sheep out in a field eating the scraps. I came home today and <laughs> crossing the railroad tracks on near Old River. Yes. There's a horse walking across the street by himself. No rider. No rider. He had a, he, no saddle. He had a tether on like he had, you know, he had a harness on a bit. He yes. had a bit and, yeah. a, and, a, and a tether. Just so he- Walking across the street with this thing hanging down to the ground like he got untethered from something. He went for a walk. And was walking home. like Only right. here. I it looked, only happens here. We all stopped this morning <laughs> and I'm like, there's a fucking horse walking across. He's just moseying across the road. And what's great about it here in town, it's like, yeah, well, that happens. It's like that and tractors. Well, we get traffic, we get a tractor. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when we, we had, a st- it was in the same spot where you and I years ago saw all those sheep. A thousand sheep crossing the road. Yes. We had to call Stop. whoever we were going to and go, we're going to be late. Why? There's sheep in the road. Yeah, there's sheep crossing. <laughs> People are like, well, there's sheep in the road. I'm like, there are sheep in the road. I can't move. I can't turn around. There's there's a thousand sheep crossing the road. Yeah, and the dog was corralling them so they wouldn't go down the road. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah, and it's... Only where we live. I love that. I just love that. <laughs> and then the smell of the garlic. Remember the garlic at night? Yeah. Oh, man, that was so good. But anyways, so yeah, spring has sprung here in our town and everything's a bloom. It's beautiful. What's going on now? Hey, I was. What? I wanted to talk about the cooking show you guys did. The oh, other night. can we skip that? No, because I'm still Please, laughing let's about skip it. The cooking show. I, we were at lunch the other day, and I asked to see the video because <laughs> I didn't. I was laughing so hard I couldn't even read the comments. I felt yeah. so bad. Like I missed some super chats because. It was going by so fast. There's a lot of people watching it that night. Uh, yeah. How many? Do you know how many? Did anybody? About double what we normally have. Oh, so my God. really something. People were laughing hysterically and was just, it was great. It was, I, you yeah. guys burned the pasta. I've never heard anybody okay, burning pasta. I didn't burn the pasta. The kid burned the pasta. Oh, was, yeah. You, weren't you helping? Not burn the pasta. No, I was, I was stirring. Didn't you hear me yelling, stirring the garlic, chef? I was doing my fucking job, man. Yeah, well... You burned the pasta. He got mad at me because he kept yelling at me about get the butter. And we needed like a certain oh, amount of butter. So I grabbed the brick of butter and yes. broke it apart in my hand. Yes. And handed it to him. I saw him. And he was upset. That. that was the exact measurement. I, I grabbed the butter and pinched it, broke it off right where the line was, right where the line said, this is how much you need. I handed it to him. And he's, you know, he's in such a hurry because he's running behind on stuff with his, with, with the, with the thing. He's like, oh, we didn't do this. We didn't do this. So all of a sudden he goes, oh my gosh, we were supposed to put lemon juice in or something. I know. So I grabbed the lemon, cut it into pieces and I went over to the pan and I squeezed it with my hand. With the seeds. Okay. Maybe two seeds got in there, but I, he was in a hurry. He's like, oh my gosh, we messed up on the lemon juice. I grab, I cut the lemons. I grabbed them in my hand, squeezed them as hard as I could. Lemon juice was in. I'm thinking I'm helping. I know. But you know what? If you would have ate a seed and in he, your meal, you would have had a fit. Why? What's wrong with the lemon seeds? So what? Oh, it would hurt my teeth. No, no. Well, okay. If I have a toothache or something, how many people are going to eat with a toothache? One in a million? Who cares? I turned around at him and he looked at me like I had just committed the most cardinal sin of all time. 
I'm like, what? The lemon juice is in. Let's go. Oh, my God. Uh, all in all, at the very end, I kept telling you the chicken had to be done. I was not going to taste that thing unless the chicken was done. So when the kid broke into it, cut it open, I was like, okay, I, I'll take a bite of this. I was a little scared, <laughs> but I did. And you know what? It had really good flavor. I highly recommend that recipe. It was really good. Speaking of chickens. Oh, God. Yeah, which one? Which your story? injured chicken. There's you, three chicken you, stories. You, there's three chicken stories? <laughs> yes. Well, you finally got your injured chicken back up to speed. This is this eight weeks later? Eight or nine weeks later, and you nursed it back to health. Now it's functioning. And you let it out with the, the the herd or the gaggle or whatever they we call them of chickens. It's called a flock. Yeah, a flock of chickens. That's what I said. You know, like flock of seagulls. Flock of seagulls, flock okay. of chickens. All right. And uh, they attacked it. So you put it back like, oh, shit, they're going to beat the shit out of it. Yeah, and I didn't understand why. I I couldn't figure out why. I mean, I literally attacking where he or oh, yeah, she like the laid down. Yeah. yeah. And I, I thought, and oh, I, shit. And they just, I get that they do that. They pick the weakest one and they kill it. Well. So I'm telling you. Don't just put it back in the herd. So for a week, you and I are arguing. I'm like, put it in with one chicken. Put it in with two. Let the injured one with the baby chickens. I'm giving you all these things you can try. And I'm not You're listening. not even thinking. No, you're not. Because he's not a chicken person. He doesn't know shit about chickens. And you're lazy. You would not want to go to the trouble I of separating. I am not lazy. You're lazy about the chicken with this aspect. You didn't want to sit out there and do any of that. You're like, now that's too hard. to. Se- do you know how hard it is to separate the chickens you're talking about to put them together? That's yeah, what you, you told me. Exactly, it is. You don't know how hard it is to separate a few chickens from the flock and put them in a different thing. You have no, you have no, no idea. But that's what needed to get done. No, it and, didn't. And finally, you just gave up and you let her fend for herself. Yes, survival of the fittest. Yeah, yeah, that's what you did. You just threw her out there and said, "I'm tired of this. Either you're going to make it, or you're going to be dead by but nightfall." There was a little caveat with that. I was out there working in the garden when it happened. I stayed out there. And you think the other chickens weren't going to mess with the injured one because you were there? Well, I kind of well because I went after them. If they did, when they got close to her, I shoot them away with a broom. Okay. And then I let them go. I let I left the garden and went. Okay, you're on your own because she was and. She's done well. She survived. You got lucky. That's all I can tell you. You have no idea. She lucky. is fine. She's in the flock. She was sleeping with them last night. Everything's good. What's a gaggle? Is that turkeys? Gaggle of geese. Geese? Um, I knew it was some... Why are uh, we going to a gaggle? Because I knew there was something with a gaggle, and I felt stupid because I called it... It's not a flock, but there's that's a real thing. People are going, why'd you call it a gaggle? Because there's a real gaggle Okay, something. well, good. So my second story is... From about three weeks, four weeks after we got the baby chickens in February, I said this one was a rooster. Okay. You couldn't have known that, though. Oh, you could tell. You were guessing. Even the lady expert who deals with chickens by the millions, she goes, there's, she, she said, there's no way to know. Even I don't know well, you until know they're older. I have experienced two with chickens. I have raised multiple ones from being a baby chick. And this one just looked different, acted different. And guess what? It's a, it's rooster. a rooster. Yeah, I heard it crowing this morning. Yeah, I texted your phone. Okay, so that's twice you got lucky. Okay, third time. <laughs> Number three, last night. I went out to, I've been open since we have so many chickens, we have one chicken door right? and it's hard for all the chickens to get out like one door. So I've been opening this, what we call the apartment door, this big door that's for me to go in to clean. 
So I go out every night and I, I close them in and lock them in when they go to sleep at night. So I went out there last night and I'm, you know, so there's a few that are hanging out and I put them in there and I lock the door and the damn rooster decides well, because there's an automatic door, like a doggy door. Yeah. There's an that's, automatic door. That's still open. That's still open. It closes at like nine o'clock or whatever. So I go to close the one main door and the rooster, the damn rooster decides to go out the automated door and three of his little bitches <laughs> go with him for a nightcap, I guess. And they go out and they're hanging out. And I went, well, screw you. I am not waiting for you to get back in. So let me thing. recap because um, the audience may be confused. There's an apartment type. The chickens live in a complex, little we call it. And there's uh, two doors. There's a man door she can walk in and out of herself. And there's a little automated chicken door. Now the automated chicken door opens at six in the morning, closes at nine. She went, she goes out and she puts them all away. Now, if she puts them away on time, they stay in there for the night. Last night, she might have been a little bit early, and the chicken, she put them all away, closed the big door, and they all ran to the little door, and three of them came out. <laughs> like, yeah, I was so mad. Like, well, we're not ready yet. <laughs> I said, you know what? Screw it. You guys go fend for yourselves if you're not going in. But then, at <laughs> like 1030 at night, you get a text message, and you have to get up, and it's her neighbor behind us. The neighbor behind me texted me and said, uh, you have two chickens <laughs> on the wall, on the wall, <laughs> and we have a really big dog, and I just hope that they don't jump down. I'm like, are you kidding so me? So you got the kid. You guys and both got dressed. yesterday was such a long day. It I'm was. Like, this it was a really long day. not what I want to be doing. So I grabbed the kid. We go out there. I can't find him anywhere. Like, I could looked at all the walls. I looked underneath the hen house, everywhere. Yeah. Couldn't find him. They were on the wall. Behind like the chicken coop apartment cage area they were hiding. in the middle yeah. way up and there. And they couldn't get back in because they ran out and then the automatic door closed. Yes. They were out they were, the, they were like teenagers that got <laughs> caught. That locked out at night. So the kid and I, I'm like, how are we? We couldn't reach them. It's pretty far. So the kid jumps on the hen house, goes over with the stick. They're sound asleep. When chickens sleep, yeah. they're out. He came in and he goes, dad, I had to, he goes, I, I got I found him. He goes, I crawled up on top of everything, got a big, long stick like a broom, and I'm poking him going, come on, let's go. He goes, they they woke up and looked at me and moved over. Yes, <laughs> they goes, did. They moved over and ruffled their feathers and went back to sleep. And I go, no, come on, you're going in the house. So he goes, I had to keep poking him like, come on, wake up. You can't sleep up here. Yeah, so I'm on the other end. So they're now on top of the cage part of the complex. And I'm on the other side with a broom pushing them. And they're like, they are like half asleep. They're like sleepwalking. <laughs> I swear to God. So finally I pushed them off the big cage and they dropped to the ground and they're like walking around like we have no idea where we're at. It's dark and they're half asleep. Uh, the kid says one of them Jesus. darted for the door, yeah, but missed the door and hit the other side, just ran right into the wall. Yes. Like, we were like, what the heck is going on? It took us like 10 minutes to get them into the right. This is the man door. Yeah. The big door. Just. It's not like it's, you know, a 12 by 12. We're talking, you know, it's three feet wide. Yeah. Like, and they fucking on. just, the, he, the kid comes in, he goes, all right, whatever. He goes, now I'm a chicken ring. I got them all in where they're supposed to be. Yeah, so they get in and now they're going to, you know, they jump up trying to find the, the perch, the roost, and yeah. they're waking up all the other chickens <laughs> as they do it. They were all unhappy. So yeah, we How finally got How many chickens do you have right now? 16. 16. Wow. Well, yeah. That's hilarious. You are the so chicken So there's my whisperer. three chicken stories. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh, it's been crazy. It's so. been just. But yesterday was a hell of a day. Well, yesterday you you weren't feeling real good in the morning, so you decided to let me run my errands, and you would just uh, take a nap. And you slept for like three hours. So I figured, all right, I'm going to knock everything out. So I went to my doctor's appointment, which went very well, by the way. I have lost eight more pounds. All of my numbers were where they were That's supposed awesome. to be. Yep. Um, he did. Things tell, are improving. Yeah. Things are improving. And he said, um, you, uh, but the, the thing with my tooth, it was killing me. He goes, you just got to go to a, a dentist or an oral surgeon, maybe if it's bad. I went, all right. So I left there. I checked in on you. You were still asleep. So uh, I went to the t-shirt shop. Oh, I forgot to tell you. I met um, at the t-shirt shop, Sarah, who works there. I met her mom. Have you ever met her mom? Yeah, I've met her mom. And her mom loves me. Yeah. Absolutely loves oh, me. Oh, brother. We got along so good. Talked about a ton of stuff. Got things in motion. She was just so excited that I was there. And uh, so- You've met her before. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. Well, I don't remember. When we picked up the big, huge uh, awning thing. The she canopy? Was Yes. Oh, but, yeah. Maybe I do remember seeing Oh, her. my goodness. Anyway, so we, we got along great. And then I left there. I went over to uh, four-wheel drive parts, 4WP in the in the auto mall. Yes. Checked on you as I was driving. You're still asleep. And I went over there, and I was looking for a tunnel cover. So those of you know what a pickup truck, you ever seen those where they have a, a um, it's a cover for the bed of your truck, but it's not one of the ones that, that pops up like hydraulic. It's not like a lid that pops up. This is one you actually grab and you pull it forward. You slide it forward, slide it, or slide it backwards all the way to the tailgate and then it locks. And they make all different variations of those. But the one that I wanted that was steel and retractable and it locks and it's really, really good to, to help prevent stealing. Um, Here's my girl question. What, what? color is it? <laughs> it's black. Oh, okay. They're all black. Oh, all right. My God, what color? Who cares what color it is? Anyway, so um, I'm st I go there, and there's two guys at the counter, busy place, and a lot of people in there. It takes for I almost left because it took so long to get to the front of the line, and I get up there, and I'm like, and I'm my tooth is still hurting, so I'm having trouble talking, and I start talking to the one guy, and I'm like, well, this is what I'm looking for, and this is what I need, and he's like, well, there's all there's 30 different options. We narrow it down to two, and I'm like, okay, I don't want the automatic one. You don't have to push a button and have it close, open, because there's just so much shit that can break there. Just give me the fucking deal. I'll pull it myself. No big deal. So we're getting narrowed down on which one in price. And all of a sudden, not the guy I'm talking to at the counter, the dude who's helping the line of customers to my right, the other guy that works there, backs away from his cash register, backs away from his computer screen and goes, oh, Dude, I know who you are. He probably was listening the whole time he, and could hear your voice he goes, going, I know that When voice. you walked in, I knew I knew yeah. you from someplace but couldn't tell where. And the more you're talking, the more I know that I know you, <laughs> but I can't place it. And I said, yeah. He goes, you're that guy, man. You're that guy from Gen X Talks. Your kid comes into your garage and asks you all sorts of pissy little questions. And I said, yeah, that's my idiot son. He goes, man, I knew. He's shaking his fist. He's, he's, he's air pumping. He's fist pumping the oh air, going boom, goodness. boom. I know this guy. So then, as he's as he's describing this it, with his enthusiasm, all of a sudden the guy I'm helping goes, "Oh, I know you too." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, that's me." And there it goes. So you know, we we go through the smiles and the shaking hands and everything. I said, uh, "He goes, no man, you got to meet our manager. You got to meet our sales manager." 
So the sales manager comes out and he gets this big guy. Oh, I know you. He goes, wait a minute. I know you. I said, what do you mean? He goes, you live near Mountain Vista. I said, he goes, you're always pulling out on the Mountain Vista. Oh, we live in the same neighborhood. I oh, go, yeah, we goodness. do. Because he described where he lived. I go, yeah, that's like two streets away. He goes, I live in the same neighborhood <laughs> as you. And I'm like, oh, oh great. Man. So uh, that, um, the, the, you know, you get to meet everybody. You get to meet, usually when situations like that happen, you got to meet everybody. You meet mechanics, you meet all the people. Right. And, you know, sometimes they want to take pictures or whatever. You're like, yes. you can have as many pictures and we can talk as long as you want, as long as I get a discount. Exactly. <laughs> can we get back to why I'm here? Yeah, the ba- I had to walk out though even with they they knocked off the freight charge which was 200 bucks they took off another 300 um because i was with gen x talks and it was still just under three thousand dollars for the thing i'm like yeah guess who's not getting one of those (laughs) not gonna have one of those so but i save up your money i know but i just well there's so much other stuff going on right now so i just i was polite and then i left and uh they were ecstatic but now i can come back and talk to those guys now you know, now yeah, we, we have cool. some rapport. So I checked on you again. You were still sleeping. And I drove to, <laughs> I came by the house and I got the bumper stickers. I got eight bumper stickers from the kid. Big Gen X Talks bumper stickers. Drove over to the pizza place, bought eight pizzas, put the bumper stickers on each box, took them to the mechanics that help us with our car and made sure the mechanics got it. And they were happy as can be, put pizzas out there. So now... Mechanics live on pizza. The, mechan- the food in general. Bring them I donuts I swear, when food. I worked at his shop, I swear <laughs> there was so much fast food coming in and out and pizza. Because they, I swear you guys live on pizza. Because people know that food goes a long way with a mechanic. Ugh. You, can, you can wave a $50 bill in their face or a pizza, and we almost always take the pizza because we're hungry. I think when I worked down there, I gained 15 pounds the way you guys <laughs> eat. God. So I did that. Then I went to UPS and uh, picked up some stuff there and came home. But by the time I came home, you were just got up from your nap. I had been running around and got gas in the, got gas in the car, everything, all the stuff I did. Came home, and then my tooth started to hurt beyond words. Yes. Now, I've been tolerating it for about three or four months, but the last three or four days, five days, has been so excruciating, I couldn't deal with it. And yesterday, it hit me right when I got home. And you were still in your jammies and you got dressed and we found a dentist and we thought, can you do something for me right now? Mm-hmm. I was even on the phone with Mrs. Four, not on, not talking, texting. I'm telling her, I said, I'm about done. I can't do this. I said, I'm hoping that uh, you can find me something. And she's like, you just got to go for it. You just got to do it. I was talking with Mrs. Four a little bit. Um, and I got, we found the dentist, we found somebody. Yeah. That took us within, they were like, come on over right now. I yeah. was like, wow. I was so surprised. And so, yeah. And they took us pretty quickly. We didn't have to wait very long. No, but what was with they? you know, usually you, you handle all the login, the check-in, you handle that stuff. Like they ask you 35 questions. Yeah, he doesn't fill 30, out paper. Pro- no, paperwork. I don't fill out paperwork. You do that. But they it's had like you, my ninth child. I, okay, stop telling people you're raising me. You are not raising me. I'm a grown-ass man, all right? Well, on the outside. Well, oh, my God. Oh, you know what? I'm not starting this fight with you. I'm not going to start this fight with you. I didn't bring it up. You did, too. You, you brought me, up paperwork. How does that mean that I'm a child? Because I brought you brought up paperwork. Because I did your paperwork for you. 
but it was a weird place you did it. They That's the first time they've ever shuffled you off to your own computer terminal. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. That's saving paper. I'm like, yeah, well, I can do that. Well, it saves conversation. Normally, they have to ask you 35 questions. And you come with 35 answers. This lady goes, come around to my side. Sit there. Fill it out. Yeah, you know what else is great? You know how they list like all the things you've had? Like, have you had any of these problems? Right. Like blood, high blood pressure, da, da, da. Right. There's one button that says... Uh, say no to all. And I'm like, oh, absolutely. Click on that. And then I just go back and like hit the ones that oh, was great. Okay. So you don't have to sit there and read them all. The thing that concerned me about this dentist is they took me in the back. They sat me down in a chair and they do, you know, used to be they move you around oh, yeah. from room to room to room when you're doing stuff. They're like, no, one chair does it all. They'll do the x-rays there. They'll do everything here. I never have to get very comfortable chair, by the way. Like now, I want a dentist chair in my house. It's so comfortable. Uh, no. Well, aren't you going to ask me what color it is? No, it's going to go in the. If Isn't you want that... a new chair, it's going in the studio. Yeah, but shouldn't you be worried about the color? Isn't that what's important? You just lectured no, me about. We're not color. having a dentist chair wow. in our house. Wow. Move on. So I I sat down, and before they did anything, she goes, oh, yeah. "You might want some safety goggles." <laughs> you were there. I was, and I was like. I've never heard that one before. Well, I stopped and said, what are you going to do that's going to require safety do goggles? Do dentist tools break? Or something. <laughs> and I go, and how come you're not covering it? How come I don't get a full face shield? <laughs> do the drill bits break as you're hitting a tooth or something? I, she just looked at me and she goes, just put them on. I'm like, I've never gone to a dentist where their first thing was, all right, before we get started here, better put on some safety goggles and a hard hat. Close your eyes. <laughs> I've, and this lady did I've never this. heard that either. It was pretty funny. So they did all the stuff. They gave me some Novocaine, which helped for a while. I took the x-rays. <clears throat> yeah, root canals are in my future. But they want 5000 for doing a fucking tooth like that. So I've already, I'm telling you right now, I made the decision. I'm not doing it. I'm just going to pull a tooth. It's way in the back. No one's going to know. I'm not, quit shaking your head at me. I'm not going to spend $5,000 that I don't have on a fucking tooth. If I'm going to spend $5,000, do not we need something done in the studio? Yeah, we do. We need I'm stuff. Not, I'm, there's no comment on this. Good. End. So th th then the man has spoken and the law has been passed. I'm not doing it. I will go in there and I'll pay them to pull it out and, you know, fix the rest of my shit. But that's it. I'm not. So we finished at the dentist. And then came home. Came, oh, and then and then you we had, You said one. I I checked on your prescription that the doctor gave him antibiotics and painkillers right. for the next week, and then they were going to do the root canal. It's too inflamed, and he's too much in pain that they couldn't do anything about the tooth. What they right? call it a hot tooth? They yeah, call, they called it a hot tooth. Hot it's tooth really inflamed. To, your hot tooth has to calm down. <laughs> so I knew I had to go pick up his prescription for that, and then. I, we both realized because of his intestinal issues that he's been fighting and doing, which have all calmed down since Christmas, yeah. he can't have ibuprofen. And that's no. what they gave you was ibuprofen. I was like, oh, crap. So I had to go pick up our other prescription somewhere else. So I was like so tired. And, and I'm you, like, you went into each place. This wasn't one you could drive up. You had to go get some more stuff. So you had to get, drive to each place, get yes. out, walk in, find the stuff, stand in line, get the prescriptions and come home. And by that time... 
it was exhausting. You were even eating pizza and you were pizzaed out. You did yeah, not want pizza. Yeah, I did not pizza. want that, but I was hungry at that moment and I took medicine, so I had to eat something. And then after that, we sat and we were watching the basketball game for Watch a little bit. Watch the Laker game. And then right before I'm getting ready to go to bed. Because this day is just long. I, I'm done. I just want to crawl into bed and, and just, I said to him, I go, God, I just want this day to be over. And that's when your phone and rang. And then the text message <laughs> comes in about the chickens. So. Being out on the wall. You know, how did, you planted, you, you drug me off to get those little uh, rosebush plants. And then you planted them. And I tried to tell you, I was watching the garden camera. And I go, your chickens are eating your brand new plant. Did they? Yeah, they just ate some of the leaves on the bottom. Yeah. Okay. So, they, so they're going to leave it alone or are they going to oh, eat? Oh, I don't know. They may, And you know what else happened is that I dug up some of the dirt. So they're kind of scratching at it. But we have that stuff coming. So as soon as the the netting comes, I'll right. put the netting up for a little bit. And I just that. thought it was funny. You went out there and planted six little rose bushes. They're like you know, 10 inches tall. As soon as you left, I was watching on the camera. All the chickens ran over and went, Ooh, lunch. <laughs> I know I was a little mad, but I, that was my fault. I should have waited, but, Oh, I don't know. Oh, and then yesterday was the best buy situation. Also, we forgot what about that one. What a bunch of fucking idiots at Best Buy. So I, I, I had finally got you a my new, mother's day present. I got you a dishwasher for mother's day. And so they were, it came in, Right. We had to wait for it. It came in, and I, I told you, I said, hey, can you call them and tell them I can't come in the next couple of days to pick it up because we're busy? Yes. So you called and said, okay, uh, we can't come right now. And they said they would hold it till the 22nd of May. Right. And we got an email confirmation saying yeah, email. it got changed. Okay. So then yesterday, I get an email. I'm doing all my pain in my mouth. And I said, you better call them because I just got an email that says that we waited too long. They sent it back. Yeah, they canceled the order. And then you called somebody? I live chatted because I couldn't get through on the phone. You can't get through cut through the phone no. on customer service for Best Buy. Uh, you can if you're buying something. <laughs> but oh, not, I'm sure. <laughs> but but not if, to complain about no. something. So I'm chat, live chatting with somebody and they said, well, we'll check on your order. And while we're waiting to check on your order, how are you doing today? And I got a little... <laughs> snarky yesterday because you know i wasn't feeling good no. and i texted back and said you know what my day how i'm going to feel all depends on what you're going to tell me about on my how order. you answer where my dishwasher We're is they're going to be happy or i'm not going to be happy so it's now in your hands so <laughs> what they went, end up doing they ended up canceling our order and guess what this morning on my phone, I got a text message says, hurry up. You've only got a few days left to come get it. You've got to be kidding no, me. No, I got on my way home right about where I was seeing the horse cross the road. I looked at my phone and it said, you got it. You got a couple more days. Come get it. They told me it's completely canceled. It's gone. Wow. Well, there, it doesn't exist that we would have to reorder it. Now we got to check and see if our credit card was I charged. Know. So here's, here's the other thing about Best Buy. I, I'm online and I'm like, you know, I'd like to call the store. <laughs> Good luck. And I'd like them to answer where I can go, hey, do you have this item in stock? Look across your room. Go walk over there. Is it over there? Whatever I'm looking for. I don't care if it's a TV or, or, or an Xbox game. Can I just call the store? You can't call the store. So I get online and I'm like trying to purchase it, talking to a person online. And they said, oh, yeah, the store disconnects all their phones. You have to go through us. And I said, why would, why would Best Buy the store not want people to call? They said they don't want to answer stupid questions. They, if you want to come there in person, they're fine with it. But they, they redirect all their phones 
back to us so Ugh. they don't have to deal Customer with it. Customer service sucks. And you have day. to you have to deal with Best Buy on a corporate level. And I'm like, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. So I drove down there. You were with me. I drove down there and I walked in and I go, I grab one of the managers and go, which one of you fucking assholes shuts off your phones where I can't call you and redirects me to corporate? You know what the general manager of the store said? He goes, that's not us. That's them. They won't let us talk to people. Corporate Best Buy wants all of the phone calls to go through them so they can sell things online and over the phone. We're not capable of doing that. We're only allowed to talk to walk-in customers. That's ridiculous. So there's two lies. Somebody's lying. I don't yeah. know which way it goes, but it's either Best Buy, the store says that we don't want the customers, or yes, it's well, somebody's fucking yeah, lying. Somebody is not telling the truth somewhere. It's irritating. Customer service these days really irritates me. It drives me crazy. It just, ugh. Well, Anyways, so. And all you're trying to do is buy something, and you can't fucking get a straight well, answer. Well, they want your anybody. money. Oh, they, yeah, they want the money, but helping you out after that is yeah. a bunch of bullshit. No, no, not at all. Didn't you also go to Les Schwab yesterday, now that I'm thinking about it? I went to get the tire fixed because there was a screw in the truck. You forgot that in your list of running around? In my around. list of things. All the running around I did, yeah. I, in fact, I went there after the four-wheel drive place. Yes. And uh, the screw ended up being not all the way through the tire, so it was okay. But I saved the screw. Why? Because it was ours from our driveway, from our fucking idiot son, who doesn't sweep up the driveway and clean up. I showed it to him last night. I go, hey, this is what was stuck in the, the, the tire. Recognize this? And he, he knows exactly. It's a Phillips head, flat, self-tapping screw <laughs> that we just used on a project. He knows what the fuck it is. He knows that, that thing. And so he's sitting there looking at it. And he's like, you know, Dad, this could be from anywhere. Home Depot sells these every day by the hundreds. Oh, they're, they're all over town, Dad. I heard him say there was an A on it or something. Yeah, there's, look, there's an A on it. So Who what? initials the screws? I'm like, that's a scratch. It's not a fucking A, and who gives a shit? This is ours from our drive. Now, Dad, the, you know, I'll bet 10 garages in our neighborhood have these. I go, are there 10 garages that have idiot sons that leave shit in the street? He <laughs> Somewhere. Goes, that's what he said. He goes, it's possible. He goes, it's, you, you know, unless you can prove that you ran over this in our driveway, Dad, I'm going to have to tell you the, the possibilities. I go, oh my God, you're fucking talking to me in lawyerese. Oh, my gosh. I almost called your lawyer, your, 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 your James lawyer from Chicago, and said, okay, who's right here? In a court of law, who <laughs> would win this? Screw. Yeah, I was pissed. Yeah, whatever. I'm okay. the one fucking. Oh, here's something else. You're gonna get a kick. I didn't tell you this. You're gonna get a kick out of this. So I'm standing out there in the driveway, uh, talking with. Uh, there's a group of us talking men who had dropped off their vehicles. Uh-huh. We're just shooting the shit, like of, you do, like you do. And and I'm. T- this is a true story. So, one of the guys says, oh, "I was having some stuff. I think he said brakes." And he goes, you know, and I bought some locking lugs. And I said, you know, I was going to buy locking lugs for mine, but they're so easy to steal. And uh, he goes, the one guy goes, no, 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 you got to go to Dodge, the Dodge dealership. And the, the lug nut you put on, if you don't have the exact tool or the key, they have a universal one. They pound on it and it just forces itself and grabs the lug and turns it. So no matter what you put on there, no matter what safety lock, lock locking lug, if they have this one special tool, you pound it on there and it will take it off every time. It just grabs the Professional outside. Professional criminals. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got that tool oh, okay. because I used it at the shop when people lost their key. Uh-huh. But the guy says, no, the one at Dodge has a roller. It spins. You can't grab it. Uh-huh. It's 100% impossible to take that off without the key. And I was like, holy shit. And he goes, the guy goes, I wish you guys would have said that earlier. I paid for locking lugs because he went into Schwab, had his brakes done. And so he bought the kit. There's four 
locking lugs and one key. You put one locking lug on each wheel. Right. And then you have your key. So the, the guy from Les Schwab pulls out the car <laughs> and put, parks it. We're still talking, and the guy goes, well, this is my ride. I got to go in and pay. And I look down, and the kid inside of Schwab put all four locking lugs <laughs> on the same wheel. Apparently, no he, way. He, did, he, he did that. The kid put all four locking lugs on one you wheel. It, it had one regular lug nut and four locking lugs on the left rear tire. And I went, well, they sure don't want that tire going anywhere. There's some common sense for you, <laughs> the, huh? Common that, sense at work. That kid was like, you're not stealing this wheel. It's got four, <laughs> four locking lugs on it. What so the hell? I looked down and said, hey, man, um, is this how you wanted this? He goes, fuck no. <laughs> so he was cool about it. And the, the, you know, the manager it was a new kid. He's in training. And Obviously. <laughs> He didn't know what locking lugs. No, they caught it and figured it out. They're good guys. Everybody oh makes God. mistakes. Les Schwab is still my favorite place to go for tires and service. Are you plugging? I'm plugging them. I love those guys <laughs> down there. Uh, <coughs> discount. <coughs> discount. <laughs> Sponsorship. Sponsorship. Oh, <laughs> so um, then you, oh God, today's started again. I thought this week was going to be very quiet because you asked. I knew it when you asked at the beginning of the week, what are we doing this week? <laughs> I should have said we were completely busy. But this morning, you were yeah. up and out of the house so early this I morning. I had to be downtown at 7. Why? The property line issues again. Oh I know. Gosh. I've explained this so many times. For those of you who don't know, it's real simple. I bought a piece of property, a commercial piece of property, I don't know, 12 years ago. And the, the realtors and the title company messed up the property line. Because in our county, <laughs> it's so confusing. The well, property lines change. Town. Yeah. The property lines change like 12 times over the past 30 years. You go down and just look, pull up your, pull up your parcel and ask them to show you the history of the property lines. They're moved all over the place. The, the properties that we own down there, sometimes they show up as six different tax lots. <laughs> your driveway. I remember that. Your driveway is one tax lot. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. So they made a mistake and... We actually own like 12 feet of our neighbor's building. <laughs> I remember that. It's so, funny. Now, this happened, you know, when I bought it, and the property on the corner that, that we own 12, 12 feet of their building has been sold a couple times yes. to a couple different people. The, no one, the title we company. We still own that 12 feet. We still own that 12 feet. So I'm down there with the new owners, and he's a cool cat. His name's Muhammad. He's like, well, what do you want to do here? And he offered to, he offered to buy the property. And I'm like, I'm not going to sell it to you. It's not really mine. I don't want it. I didn't, I didn't try to get this from you. I'll just give it to you. Let's just figure out a line, figure out a block wall. But they, the, his people that work for him, and the guy who rents our side are always in flux. Well, if you put the wall here, I can't move my truck. Well, if we put the wall there, we can't fit down the side of our building. So every time I go down there, there's some new controversy over this property line. Isn't it our property? <laughs> well, it is. But see, that was the thing. Like today, last time and this time, I'd finally had enough. Everyone's pointing their finger at me. And I said, you need to realize something. I don't have to do shit here. Right. And all of a sudden, there's 20 people there this morning. And like, what do you mean? I said, first of all, I'm being nice, giving you 12 feet, your building back. I'm trying to work with everybody here, but everybody's getting angry at me. First of all, I didn't fuck this up. Right. Secondly, if I don't want to give anybody anything, I just own, 
I own 12 feet of your building. You can go back and sue the title company. You can sue the previous owner for not disclosing it. It has nothing to do with me. I am not in trouble for shit. I didn't fuck this up at all. Right. And I'm getting tired of coming down here, waking my fat ass up at <laughs> 630, 6 in the morning so I can drive down here at 630. So here's what I want to happen. And if it, if we, and I'm being fair to everybody. But if it doesn't go that way, I told them, I said, I'm going home. I got stuff I can be doing at home. I don't need to be down here. This is not my fucking problem. Are you going to lose any sleep over it? Not Well, if they keep calling me, I will. But if not, I don't give a shit. I don't, ah. I'm going to bother me at all. I would like to do things to help everybody out and make everybody feel better about what they're doing. But as people start pointing the fingers, they keep end up pointing at me like I did this. Like I'm not doing enough. I said, I can just leave it the way it is or I could charge you guys $100,000 for the piece of the building. And all of a sudden, everybody's jaw drops, and I'm like, "Or you call can shut the fuck up and just help me get there." I'm just I'm the one trying to be helpful. Why are you mad at me? Yeah, exactly. I just got in my truck and left. I said, "I'll see you back at 10. I got to go back at 10:30 today. Oh, what that's time right. is it? It's uh, you've got another hour, like okay. 10 minutes or whatever. So that's 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 the deal. Is that this is all fucked up, but it's not my fault. And I keep having to make trips down here, and I didn't do anything. I didn't fuck this up at all. No. So that's where I was this morning, and I was on my way back when I saw the horse crossing the road and all that happy <laughs> So the day has started out to be like yesterday. Well, then as I'm on my way home, we're talking about all the stuff we have to do today. Mm-hmm. I got to meet Low Torque for lunch, along with one of the one of the extras, D Shearer's coming over. He's online. And so we're going to meet for lunch, and then we got to try to be in Fontana for Two Bear this afternoon. And then in the middle of me telling you all the stuff I got to get done, plus I got to go back down for the property line at 1030, then you're like, well, don't we have to record a podcast today? Yes. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) And here we are. And here we are. We just just decided to get it done before he disappears and and runs off. But I'm not going to lunch with you today. I'm going to just sit and take it easy. That's fine. I, you know, I, I don't want to take that drive to Fontana. It's because you don't want to, you don't like low torque. I don't want to be That's around him either. true. I don't want to be around him either for lunch today. That's, wow. Low torque is on staff. Here's one of our staff guys, but I, you know. He's in charge of Rumble. He is in charge of Rumble. We are on Rumble. He's. <laughs> I'm doing a note, a plug. A we are plug, on Rumble. Plug for Gen X Talks on Rumble. <laughs> Go see low torque. Yes. Yeah. He is in charge. So then why are we going to Fontana again? What, what is the deal? Other than seeing Two Bear and his beautiful wife. I really want to see both of them, but there is is a reason, right? It's it's kind of a long story. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So you have the floor. The kid finally, he's been taking ag mechanics and he's thinking about trucks and automotive and he's, he's learned electrical a little bit. He's learned some plumbing and he's solid at what he's learned. But now all of a sudden him and his friends, they put, one of his friends put electric, you know, you know what electric cars are for little kids, like a, like a Toys R Us electric car you get for a four-year-old? Yes. And they just charge up the battery and drive it around. Okay. He took the battery and the little motors that drive those wheels out of an electric car, hooked it up to a car battery and put it on a shopping cart <laughs> where he could drive the shopping cart around on a, he had an electric oh, shopping Lord. cart. So now that they're learning how to weld and they're learning how to drill and screw and rivet and mount, now he's looking around my garage going, holy shit, we got some stuff here. So him and his friends want to build a go-kart. And here we go. So they're in the driveway. I said, okay, well, go buy some flat steel or some square stock seal, square tube. Just get a few pieces and lay it in the driveway and let's figure out what you guys want. And they want a what? Well, they, they, first he, he goes to Home Depot. He buys four sticks 
of thin square one inch tubing and he spent $270. Ouch. I about shit a fucking purple Twinkie. He comes back. I'm not going to yell at him in front of his friends. They sit down in the driveway like the Jamaican bobsled team from Cool Runnings. <laughs> and and they're lined up and they're on with chalk and they're laying out this metal. They, they're chalking out the rest of it. They're making something looks like the space shuttle. Aren't they? Isn't that kind of like a soapbox? Like they used to do like soapbox yeah. derbies. So but now these guys are determined. Life size. Yeah, they're determined that they're going to make this work. Okay. So then I went out and I bought, I went to a rig. I didn't go to Home Depot. I went to B&B uh, Steel. Fucking great guys out there. And I bought... 12 pieces of thick, twice as thick. They bought 60. I bought 120. Theirs was one inch square stock. Mine was inch and a quarter. They got four pieces for 270. I got 12 pieces for 206. Whoa. So then I made the kids scrub all the oil off of it and clean them up and put them out there. But in the process of a go-kart, they don't know how the steering hooks up. They know how to grab the steering wheel. Right. But they don't know how that makes the, the they wheels. They haven't learned that. No, they haven't learned that. So I'm like, and I'm showing them videos. We're looking at pictures. They get it visually. But until you've actually been in a go-kart, you just, you don't, doesn't, doesn't work right in your head. So I was looking online. Maybe you could find a go-kart frame or you could find an old go-kart that was junk and you could rob some pieces off it or give them some ideas, you know. And so I was looking for, you know, when I was a kid, go-karts were 50 bucks for one, an old shitty one that ran. Mm-hmm. Now they're like $500 for one that needs work. Wow. Unbelievable. Well, you know, it is like 30 uh, years later, yeah, okay. 40 years later. Whatever. So this one guy has kind of a big two-seater professional go-kart. It's old and it's rotten and it's missing some stuff, but it has real suspension on it. It's not a dune buggy, but it's, you know, it's pretty big. And he wanted 800 bucks for it. That was his opening offer. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, we could go down there and maybe get this. And I showed it to the kid and his friends. And I'm like, maybe I'll buy something like this. You guys can rob some stuff, the seats, and we can, you know, you can learn how this works. Or maybe I'll put this one back together and you guys can see what it is and build yours. Either way, I thought this would be a good tool to learn how to do this. And I could probably get it up to dude for maybe two or 300 bucks once we're there. Okay. Well, it doesn't fit in the truck, in the bed of the truck. It, if you lower the tailgate, it would fit. And I'm like, eh, I just don't want to do that. So I called the guy. I said, listen, we're trying to connect, trying to connect in Fontana, right near where Two Bear is, okay. right, like just very close to him. And I finally told the guy, I said, listen, I can't, I can't do it. It's not going to fit in my truck. And he's like, well, you know, it'll fit, it'll fit. And we measured it. He measured it. And I said, yeah, but then the tailgate's open. And I got to strap it down, which I totally would do if it was something I was super into. Yeah. And it's not like we're going around the corner either. That was my next point. It's 165 miles to get down there. Um, then if you don't want it, it's a wasted trip. Although we get to see two bears. So yeah, that's good. Yeah. There's a reason. So yeah. I thought, well, fuck it. And I said, but I told the guy, I said, I can't, I just thank you anyway. Well, then he starts sending me pictures of his backyard. <laughs> He's got... 13 or 14 different size go-karts in different phases of decay. Whoa. He goes, come down here and take your pick. Now, in the background of these pictures, and this is all in tall grass, like the grass is easily two feet tall. This shit is untouched. But in the background, he has old cars and trucks falling apart. Uh-oh. And I'm like, uh, do you mind if I come look at your other shit? He goes, oh. no, man, come down and knock yourself out. 
Now I wish I didn't have something on my trailer. <laughs> Great. I now would, I see stuff in my future. There, I was like, no, you can't miss this chance. So I said, okay, okay, I'm coming down there. So today I had to be downtown at 7, back here for the podcast, downtown at 1030, uh, Applebee's for lunch with Low Torque and D-Shear, back here to the house, uh, clean up, grab some gear, and then I'm heading to Fontana towards Two Bear and this guy. And that's the part you wanted to tag along with. Right. That's why. Now, if Two Bear comes down there, because the big go-kart thing is like 300 pounds, but we could tilt the front wheels up, set it in there and lift. We could probably do it. But with the guy there, we could definitely do it. And I'll bring some straps. And if we buy one thing, we buy one thing. But I kind of got a feeling, my hopes are that this guy has such cool shit I have to go back for more. Oh my God. That's what I'm hoping for. If he's got this kind of an untouched yard. All I see is our backyard turning into that. Can you call it decorative iron? Wouldn't that be a good way to describe it? No. You know, there's a guy who did that in Las Vegas. He he had a big piece of property. His neighbors hated him. So he bought junk cars and he stacked them too high all the way around. I think he had five acres all the way around his five acres. And they took him to court and said, that's ugly. You can't have abandoned cars on your property. And he went to the judge and said, it's decorative iron fencing. And the judge goes, I can't really, his choice, his, his description <laughs> yeah, of decorative you iron, you know, I mean. That's right. That's art. It's art can be whatever you want it to be. Whatever you want it to be. The judge sided with them and, and left it up there. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, there's one more thing you need to tell everybody. Everybody's been waiting, I'm sure, through this whole podcast. For what? For you to talk about when you had to go meet with the kid with his teacher. Oh, you talking about that video, that TikToker short he put up about? Yes. I'll stand behind him. People or something. are waiting. We had so many comments, and uh, I think I think now this platform is the where you need to go with that. Okay. So here it is, people. Without naming names. Yeah, don't name names. Don't do that. No. Um, the kid was having, if you guys saw the short video, the kid was having a year long problem with one teacher. He was just being a little hard on him, making fun of him. Oh, you believe in the second amendment. Oh, you don't believe in global war. Oh, you know, and he would single him out trying to embarrass him to stop. And finally, you know, the, the kid came to me and said, I want to do something about this. And I've been trying to handle it myself, but this, he's an adult and he's in a position over me and I'm graduating and I don't want to fuck this all up. So I said, I'll go down there with you and I'll stand behind you and you handle this. So without saying who the teacher was, um, I did not shake that person's hand. When you first saw him or ever? Yep, ever. When I walked in the room, for, he was there, the kid was there for his meeting. I got a pass to go on campus because it was lunchtime. I was there for the meeting and I just walked in and I stood by the door Kid walks into the teacher and he goes, who's that? He says, my dad. And I just stood there and he sat down for the meeting and the the guy just kept looking over (laughs) our son's shoulder at me across the room. I'm standing there with my hands in my pockets. I never sat down. Were you blocking the door? I was close. Yeah. He wasn't getting out of that room. Okay. So I stood there and the kid goes through this meeting and he's like, well, so at the end of the year, you're graduating. He's like, yeah, yeah, hell of a year, huh? And the kid, our kid's like, yeah. That's not why I'm here. That's why the kid goes, are you going to tell me why I'm here? He's like, well, I just, you know, I felt some tension uh, between us, you know. He goes, no, you called me in here to talk about my attitude because when I was explaining my opinions, 
you were making fun of me and you didn't like my attitude and you called me in here to talk about my attitude. And he goes, well, you know, it's not so, you know, it's really not so much your attitude. He, then our kid goes, so it's my opinion. You don't agree with my opinions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't. We have different philosophies on that completely. Yeah. And so what? And he goes, and then he, then our kid kind of went at him going, you know, now you're backtracking on everything you've said. All the things you've said to me all year long, all the ways you've made fun of me and singled me out. Now, all of a sudden, you're backtracking on everything you've done all year. I have tried to be respectful about everything all year, no matter what you've said or done. Now you tell me you're coming in. You made it very clear you're coming in for this meeting because you were going to just let me have it. Mm. Well, here I'm I here. Am. Let me have it. <laughs> That's right. And so the teacher began talking. Sorry, because then he got offended a little bit. Then he's like, the teacher did? The teacher like, well, all right. Now, all right, if we're going to go down this road, let me just tell you. As soon as he started talking that way, where he got a little bit of his his got a little bit of his dander up, I took three steps forward. Hmm. That's it. I walked three steps forward and just stood there, like I'm a little. Just remember, I'm here. Mm -hmm. That's all I did. Mm -hmm. Didn't speak. And I'm telling you that a uh, guy had the biggest song and dance around every topic until our kid goes, listen. We're obviously not getting anywhere. You made it seem like you were going to yell at me about my attitude. Clearly you're not. You must be completely okay with my attitude. We can have a difference of opinion. That's what I've tried to tell you all year long. I didn't like your attitude towards me. I was worried coming in here you were really going to attack and pressure me. That's why my dad's here, to level the playing field. And it worked. Because you're not nearly as mad at me right now as you were yesterday. Good for him. And he, and he got up and left. He didn't shake the teacher's hand. He goes, we're done. He goes, meeting's over. Thank you for your time. I get you now. And it, it, the whole expression that our son did was like, I get it. Now, this is the message he clearly, I'm, I'm probably fumbling it a little bit, but imagine this. The message that our son gave to that teacher was, I get it. You're a real tough guy when it's just me. Because he's a kid. You're a real asshole about your authority and how much you're going to flex and your opinions and you argue with my opinions. Because he's a kid. When it's just me. <laughs> yeah. He didn't want to debate the kids. Well, do you want to talk about my opinions? Because he knew I'd step in with stuff that he didn't know. You want to talk about fascism? You want to talk about global warming? You want to talk about defunding the police? You want to talk about segregation and transgender? Go ahead. Because my dad's right fucking here. Because mm -hmm. there's some stuff the kid doesn't know. Right. He hasn't he hasn't studied it quite as much as I have, and I'm by no means. Yeah, a but you leveled the playing field because you're an adult. You came into the room, and now it's not an authority figure for adult to a kid. Oh, I also wore my black SEMA hat and my dark glasses and my black shirt. So I you never, look threatening. I never took off my glasses. <laughs> but the kid like had some backup. Like, okay, here I have an adult with me. Let's go. Yeah, that's Let's exactly rumble. right. And he didn't want to. And then yeah, our kid even got up. Like, all right, all right. He interrupted him. He's like, okay, I got it. You know, you're not gonna. You're not. You're not unhappy with my attitude anymore. Magically, everything's okay. Uh, meeting's over. I'm just going to go. Good for him. I'm really proud of him for doing that. Uh, he did. He and did thank it you for going with him. He did it all himself. Good. He stood up for it himself. It wasn't me. It was him. He just needed some backup. And then once the, once the playing field was level, that dude fucking came. Which most of the comments that have been written about that short video was, this dude will change his tone if, if dad shows up. And they were right.
They were absolutely right. Well, this- I'm glad. That's good. Maybe he'll remember doing this the next time, hopefully. You know but what's I really funny it. is that there's there's a ton of other teachers that are gonna hear this podcast. And wonder who it is. <laughs> well, they're gonna yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be in this school cafeteria going, Hey Roger, was that you? Did you get it? You might hear from the principal <laughs> if the principal listened to this. The principal likes me. So we're okay. We're okay. Yeah, he does. He, he likes me. He doesn't hate me. No, not at all. So anyways, are we going to wrap this up now because you got a skedaddle? I don't got a skedaddle yet. Is that a word? Skedaddle? It's it's a word you just made up. No, it's not. It's a word. What are you talking about? Um, there was something else. Was there something else we we're supposed to say? Did we miss something here? We, you have notes? What are you wrote, writing notes? Are you that old that you have to have notes? I had to write a couple things down because we... Here's what happens if we begin talking about something on a podcast and we leave it like a cliffhanger, If it, we may get it resolved in our life and not think about it again. But there's some people that listen to the next podcast going, wait, wait, wait. They what, live and breathe what through ha- us? No, I didn't say they live and breathe through us. But they are interested. And then when the next week comes around, like, hey, you guys never told us what happened here. Oh, my gosh. We are just normal people with normal problems. Yeah, does, does this is it, the probably the truest reality podcast out there. Because we, we're telling, <laughs> we tell the truth. We don't live in a fantasy world. No, no, I think there's that nothing was going it. on. It it's just supposed to be a quiet the, week this week, and then next week all hell breaks loose, and then the week after that, even more hell breaks loose because lions here. <laughs> we, you think we're like Noah's Ark? We talked about frogs and chickens and horses. <laughs> It's and, the plagues. And lions coming. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Huh? See? You're trying to get the and, whole thing in well, there. the world's And we're going to go visit two bear. Oh, jeez. It's all animals. What's a low torque? <laughs> Sounds like a bug. Sounds like a turtle. A t- <laughs> <laughs> What's a trippy? A trippy pineapple. He's a food. Oh, okay. He's, He's a, a trippy food. pineapple. <laughs> What's the other one that's on our staff? Uh, Mrs. Big Rig, um, Josh Maddox. Josh Maddox. He just Bull. uses his Josh name. Josh Maddox. <laughs> Josh Maddox, what's your stage He's name? He's drug dealer. Josh Maddox. What do you go by online, Josh Maddox? <laughs> He's the licensed drug dealer. He is that's a what licensed I call drug him. Dealer. And he laughs when I tell him He's that. He's just a pharmacist. <laughs> that's what a pharmacist is. It's a licensed drug dealer. Oh, well. I love you, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if we covered everything, did we leave anything out? I we don't did think the, so. Uh, we, the we, adventures of Gen X Talks. No, it's just this life. No, we're good. I think um, we're good. We're going off to Fontana today. So more on that later. I will tell you, I'm pissed at our one daughter. I don't know which one's that. We the, got we one got of the one millennial of daughter that was sitting here for six months living in our house. I can't get my nails done. My husband won't spend the money on my nails. Can I do some work around here, Dad, so my nails can get done? I got to watch my money. Got to watch my pennies. Got to be careful about. So the husband gets back, who I dig, our son-in-law. I dig him. He's cool. Uh-oh. He's the guy with the with the, the, the black totes, which we still haven't opened the second black tote. And here it comes. And... Then all of a sudden, they're at the Mall of America in Minnesota. On their way to Florida. On their way Figure to Florida. It's like, out. okay, <laughs> all right. Now, if you guys are going to nickel and dime and fucking scream and cry, don't do that. And then they, we were on our way to Florida, and we got sidetracked to Minnesota. And <laughs> How we're, does that happen? I don't even know. How would you do that? You went. <laughs> you literally went to the airport with tickets to leave and go to Florida, and you're like, man, nah, never mind. I'm gonna spend three days at I the Mall of America. A, you know, a left turn and go to Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, tell the pilot, hey, can you hang left? Just drop us off in Minnesota. We'll be ready. He, they literally unscheduled three uh, days at the Mall of America, and that th- sounds like a 
the best ever. Well, no. <laughs> I don't mind going and doing that stuff, but don't, don't, but when they come back, you know, it's really hard on us to, it's the, the money and we're trying to buy a house. We're trying to save up. Uh, fuck off. Don't give me that exactly. shit. Exactly. You guys just spent three days at the mall of America for no fucking reason at when all. When we were penny pinching, we didn't go on vacation. We were penny pinching. You and I didn't have dinners. We, <laughs> no. The kids ate. Oh, no. <laughs> That's how so, we saved our money. That's that's one daughter. I'm I, in fact I'm pissed at all of our daughters. Right you're now. you're pissed at every one of our kids. Our one daughter because she wants to be a nurse for like five years. Every time I sit down with her, did you sign up for nursing school? No. Did you get your paperwork done to enroll? No. Do you know what school you'd like to go to? No. But you do want to be a nurse and make more money. Yes. And then the other comment is, well, I'm waiting for mom to help me. What? She, I, what but you've offered every time she comes over. I know. Do you want to sit down and do it? No, not right now. But yet every other sentence out of her mouth is, I'm going to be a nurse. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be a nurse. No, you're not. All you're, her friends, well, some of her friends are already nurses. Yeah. This has been four, five years out of high school. Every week it's, I'm going to be a nurse. No, you're a person who's thinking about being a nurse. That's it. Yeah, a couple the, of our kids are out amongst the world and out in the United States. Our other daughter is in Texas. Yeah, but that's the I'm mad at her too because what? she made her boyfriend go to Texas. Oh man, he didn't want to go. She kept saying, "We got to go. It's your family. We got to go see him." He's like, "I don't want to fucking go see the family." He walked up to me and I go, "Remember, we went over by their house and he, he mumbled something." Yeah. First thing out of his mouth, "We're gonna go to Texas and see my family." I go, "Don't go." And he looks at me like, well, is that okay? I go, yes, it's okay. I know. But our daughter's like, dad, we already bought the tickets. We got the hotel. We promised him we're going. I go, if your guy's going to be miserable, call everybody back and tell him you're not fucking going. Well, go someplace you. else. That's why I'm mad. She made him go. He didn't want to go. He still doesn't want to go. And she made him go. I'm and mad. he's in Texas. Three, yeah, he's in Texas. All three daughters, I'm pissed. Well, that's great. My sons are wonderful. <laughs> Oh, shut up. I'm out of here. Oh, Everyone, thanks for it? spending another wonderful hour with us How on long? our podcast. How long were we on? We were on for an hour and uh, six minutes. Hour and seven minutes. How do you fucking do that? You're welcome. That uh, is the weirdest thing ever. I love you all. I will talk to you next week. And Gen X mom's gone. I don't know how she does that. She is a living, breathing, walking sundial. And for those of you who don't know what a sundial is, please never listen to this program again. You're way too young, okay? All everybody who's over the age of 40 or 45 absolutely knows what a sundial is and could probably read one if you put them in front of it. All right, so listen, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for joining. And if you had to waste an hour of your day, an hour and seven minutes of your day, there's not a better place to waste it than with Gen X Talks. Whether you're listening up to this broadcast anywhere around the planet on AM, FM, Sirius XM, or on the Armed Service Radio Network, remember one thing. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Thanks again, everybody. Bye.